Hi everyone, welcome to episode 73 of Tea in the Treetops podcast. I'm Annie. And I'm Philippa and this is the official podcast of the Tea in the Treetops book review blog. Today is Friday and it's October 16, 2020. Yep. The year of COVID. We're still in 2020. <laughs> We're still in 2020. <laughs> Although it do, I have to say it does feel like the last few months have just flicked through. That's right. right. But um, we've had a bit of a hiatus um, during COVID time. Um, and so we thought that we think we, we've got some kind of idea now why that's the case. <laughs> so this week we thought we might, now that we're back, we might take a look at what we actually have been reading and maybe watching during the, the time of COVID and um, and why that's the case. If our reading habits have changed in the last six, seven months. Which it has, I think, for both Definitely, of us. Definitely, yeah. And we'd be interested to know if it's changed for other people as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So um, so I guess I'll start by saying that I have, I have not read a whole lot <laughs> this year in the in way of books. So you I've started a lot. I have. I've started um, quite a few books. A lot of them have been middle grade because they've been ones that my kids have been reading and they've told me that I need to read them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I find I'm finding that I really... Um, starting a new series or new kind of book is a really daunting kind of prospect. Like, I guess in Australia, we haven't had it as bad, especially in Queensland where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID has not been a big problem here. Like, It has in it, other parts of the world. That's right. And, st- and it's still going on. So, um, you know, maybe everyone's um, habits have changed and they're still changing. But definitely for me... Um, and how about you? You you're you're an essential worker, so you've been in the thick yes, of it. Yes, yes. So, so I guess I guess for me, I don't know. I haven't been at home as much probably as other people, and I don't know if that's changed things. Like I never got to do the whole work from home. I've yeah. always had to go to work, and that that won't change anytime yeah. soon. Yeah. Um, but I do feel that my reading habits have changed. So I've still read quite a bit. Yep. But I've reread virtually everything. There's very little that I have read that has actually been a new book that I haven't read before, and I didn't do that intentionally. It was just something that kind of, I don't know. I, I started with one reread, and then I sort of kept rereading, and then before I know it, I was like, oh, I've only read a few books. But it's funny because right at the very beginning of the year, everything I read was something I hadn't read before yeah. and then it just changes and yes there's a couple but there's not many new reads in there so yeah, okay. it's different yeah mm. so I also went from uh, like get catching the train for you know an hour and a half every day That's to um, just and working at home full time so I would read then um, yeah being at home I've got a lot less opportunity to actually read um, like I have to actually force myself to sit down and read and if read. I'm going to do it yeah so it's been a lot more convenient to read things on my phone, for instance, rather yep. than um, when I'm with a physical you know, copy putting kids to bed or whatever. So I have been reading a lot more fan fiction this year. Well, I I have for years, but you know um, this year especially, I've been concentrating a lot more on that. And I feel that it's because um, well, we this is one of the main topics that we wanted to talk about was that it's comforting to be in like reading a story about characters that you know mm-hmm. um and in situations that you're familiar with when you're feeling stressed and um 
you know, something that you can control is um, a story that you know the outcome of. Of at the beginning. That's right. Which is probably why you're rereading as well. And I'm rereading and even the books that I'm reading that are new are often in that middle grade, which is, let's be real, it's quite a safe genre. Yes. Yes, there's probably some scary, but the majority of middle grade books, I mean, the majority of YA is also, I guess, like this too, but, you know, they're generally quite comforting. There's generally positive outcomes at the end of a story. The challenges are minor in comparison to pandemic challenges. Yes. (laughs) And they're they're easy reads. They're easy reads, so I'm not having to challenge myself at all to read any of them. That's, yeah, I don't know. I I just think it's interesting because... I didn't do it intentionally, and then I read this article about how people were re-watching their favourite TV shows, and it was often sitcom-type, like, you know, comedies. Friends has done really well. The Office has done really well. Lots of people were re-watching those television shows. I was like, I think this is what's happening with me in reading. Like, yeah. I don't watch much TV. I read, but I'm doing the same thing, just in book format. That's right, yeah. And I think that um, there hasn't... I think there's also not been a lot of new tv out this year because a lot of shows have been on like not able to film or, or, yeah they haven't yeah, filmed like we were supposed to get a new a new season of mandalorian right in in the next like middle of the year mm-hmm. now it's actually coming out in a couple of weeks i think okay. late october but um so shows that we've been looking forward to have not um necessarily sort of had their come out season like we would, there was a new um, series of the witcher being filmed um, oh, at the start po- of the year yeah, and I, postponed? I don't know what happened with that actually should look that up but I, th- mm-hmm. I feel like that will be later now oh. in next year rather than the start of the year when they planned unless mm-hmm. they're back into it already I don't know some some shows have been able to do that um it like, probably depended where they were in production yes um the other day I just read um that the the Amazon Lord of the Rings TV series it's been postponed. It, it was postponed because of COVID, but now they're back to filming. They started again yeah. at the end of September. I think that so was the that same. will be coming. That was the same with their Will of Time, which is was due out the beginning of next year. But I don't know, yeah, if yeah. that's still the case now. So I guess um, that's probably part of the reason why a lot of people are rewatching anyway, because there hasn't been new stuff so much. But you'd have thought that there would still be a fair bit of new stuff that would have been finished filming and just in final production mode yeah. that's only now starting. Like, I would have thought that would only be drying up now. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, I'd, I'd, in saying that, I don't know what the time is to go from filming on set to all the post-production stuff, which to me I would have thought you could probably do a fair bit of in a social isolation type yeah. environment. I could be well, wrong. Well, there are, I mean, established this, TV this shows... very naively <laughs> making assumptions about I'm industries. Say, um, <laughs> okay, so this is a show that I know quite a lot about the production of, well, not a lot, but, you know, some, is Supernatural because of it's course, my, like... you're addicted. You know, my addiction, my favourite. Um, they stopped production of the final season, season 15. But had they filmed it? No, no, they no. filmed... Yes, okay. So there are 20 episodes in this mm-hmm. final season. They filmed up to the start of episode 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in mid-March, they had to stop. And okay. then um, they showed, because they have a couple of, like two or three weeks, I think, turnaround with effects and like, production stuff. Mm-hmm. So they were able to show a few more episodes um, up until late April or mm-hmm. something. Um, and then they had to stop. So we got to see about... 13, 14 episodes, Mm -hmm. and then um, it all shut down until just recently when they went back and filmed the last couple of episodes, 
and they couldn't have the, all the end of show kind of rap parties and all that kind of thing. They had to actually change some of the characterization and the ending apparently because they couldn't get people into Canada to film. Like, okay. You know, yeah. they had heavy restrictions on yeah, set and stuff. So anyway, things like that. Yeah. So now they're, they're releasing the last seven episodes and the finale will be in November and it's all yeah. going to be very sad, I'm sure. But, but I would have thought shows oh. that are coming out on pl- platforms like Netflix where they pr- do all the filming up front. Like, do you yeah, know like what I mean? Yeah, like The Mandalorian was probably yeah, like so that. not serial-style shows. I wouldn't have thought they'd be that impacted if they'd finish production. Like, sorry, yeah. if they finish filming. I don't know enough, though. But what I am hoping is, from all of this lockdown, we're going to get a whole slate of really great first-time authors and authors that have had time to sit well, there and write and funny you should great say TV that. shows that are you know, <laughs> going to come out and movies that will come out because all these creatives have been stuck. I think there's real. There's two types of people. Maybe there are a bunch of creatives who are like that and they're like, right, I've got all this time on my hands. I'm going to you know, be like whoever it was who got locked down for the plague and produced like a mm. – who I can't think who that was now. But there's that lots of great content but, that generally comes out of like – isolation yes. windows but i have in the fanfic world um a lot i've talked to a lot of people on twitter and whatever about this that um in general when people because it's been so stressful and everyone's like a lot of people are still locked down around the world um that is a really bad environment for creativity like basically we'll get a it's whole lot of great post but what we'll get out of it is a whole lot of post post-apocalyptic <laughs> And dystopian start style pandemic Maybe. stories because people or, write about the politics of the world that they re- even yes. if they don't do it in a in a contemporary manner your sci-fi your fantasies they often take the current political atmosphere and they put it into their fiction like no one will believe a book that's written about this year god <laughs> so much did going you watch on. the movie the movie where people were like, this is all being, this is what all the QAnon and conspiracies were like because they released the movie. Oh. I can't think, of, I want to say Contagion, but I keep mixing it up with another movie that's not. There's a movie and it's quite creepy and we watched it right at the beginning of it. Kate Winslet's in it, Matt Damon's yeah, in it. Yeah, it might Contagion. Is it Contagion or is Contagion the one that I always mix it. it up with? Yeah, well, the um, other thing is, apart from that... A, it is creepy how similar... But that virus is nastier. That virus oh, right, okay. is a much faster death. Yes, contagion. That is it. It's great. <laughs> like, it was a bit scary to watch back in March, which is, I think, when we watched it. <laughs> yeah, <was> like, okay. <gasps> that was when all the Or maybe it was April. Was I don't know. Down. We watched it. But it's it was obviously very well researched. Okay. You should watch it. Well, it's quite eerie. But you see, that movie came out before, but it is basically about this year. Yeah. It, it honestly <laughs> is about this year. But the virus was nasty. You died in a couple of days, and it was a pretty gruesome okay. and horrible death. Well, there's there's that. Like, maybe there'll be a bunch of those kind of things, but they're also pos- probably end up being a bunch of fluffy kind of romance yes, no, that comes out of I it think. just because people need to escape from the, the yes. craziness. Yes, I agree. Um, I agree there will be a bit of that as well. But so, all yeah. these writer types that go off to these retreats and things so that they can get their hardcore writing done, I don't know. I think there'll be a bit of content. Maybe. I hope so. I'm trying it's to just think ge- in general a lot of people finding it very difficult to be creative when you're possibly uh, when you're stressed about 
your job or your health or your if family. you think about australia we aren't really in that bad of circumstance no, that's you right. might get a little great a bit Auss- we might you might get a bit of aussie comedy coming out for the rest of the world i hope so <laughs> some kiwi comedy out there too i don't know i think mm. we're doing all right in our section of the world let's hope it stays that way thank goodness we are um, we are on a giant island though which makes things much easier and we do have a lot less population density than a lot of places oh, absolutely. in the world so absolutely absolutely easier you can spread out that's right um but so yeah i guess we're not psychologists and bony stretch but Maybe we think that might be why people want to do the rereading. And I don't know about you, but I don't even flick through. I'm not even looking on Instagram at what people are posting for new books that they're getting. I don't even know. I feel like there's posts about books, but are they actually new releases or are they? There've been a bunch of new releases come out lately, but but are people reading them or are people just taking photos of them? This is. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? This is the world of Instagram, though. You never actually know how much of this is read and how much of this is just Mm. people making it look like they're reading. I I I am skeptical. We'll have to ask someone from the publishing industry to tell us if books are still selling. Well, I'm sure books with pretty covers are still selling for the Instagram posts, but are people reading them? Um, well, do you want to? What have you been rereading? Tell I us been, about that. So, what have I reread? So, as I said, I didn't go out of my way to do some rereading. It happened originally because I had pre ordered the Audible book, um, Call Down the Hawk by Maggie Stevata. Oh, gosh, yes, I still Stivata. can't. <laughs> I can't believe I've read so many of her books. I love her writing, and you're still. Can't work out how to say her name. <laughs> anyway, it had been so long. I started listening to it, and I'm like, I don't know what the whole what's going on with this. I think I need to reread the um, Raven Cycle. So I thought, okay, I'll reread the the Raven Cycle. And so I decided to re-listen to the Raven Cycle. And when you re-listen, it's slower, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. So I started with that, and then I did listen to Call Down the Hawk, and it, I'm glad I re. I'm glad I did that because yep. it made more sense. I was more invested in Ronan as a character, which I wasn't at the beginning. But then after listening to Call Down the Hawk, I was like, oh, I think I'd like to go back to Arcane. I feel like going back to Arcane. I don't know. So I reread, <laughs> I re-listened, sorry, to the Arcane series by Lovett Noni, and I really enjoyed that. Yes. And then I saw, I think, on... Um, Facebook or something with Jacqueline Moriarty had finally done another one of her um, books in the Kingdom and Empire series, which is a middle grade series. And I was like, oh, maybe I should re-listen to The Colours of Madeline because I really like that series too. too. And so I re-listened to that series, which was excellent. Is the audio good for that? Because I quite like to listen to it. Yeah, there's two characters. There's a male and a female (laughs) and they do... um, yeah, no, it's quite good. Mark couldn't stand the male audio narrator's voice. He thought it was terrible. Was he listening to? No, but it, I'd have it going and he'd hear it sometimes and go, how can you listen to that? That's horrible. Oh. That's horrible. It's just that really slightly southern drawl American okay. voice, which, you know, matched the, the character, but he didn't like Anyway, so I, I, I re-listened to that as well. I mean, peppered in amongst my rereads have been a couple of new books. So I did do Maria V. Snyder's, the first two of her Navigating the Stars series, which I quite liked about, you know, space travel, um, terracotta warriors all over the, you know, planets all over the place, that sort of thing. That's quite good. It was an easy read. Um, 
I also reread an appalling book by Kiara Cass, thinking it would be a bit like a selection, which I don't know if I read it because I thought it would be a bit selection-y. <laughs> and look, that's quite an easy, you know, that's quite easy. You know how I feel about Trashy romance. But it's easy, <laughs> trashy romance, yeah, okay. I um, This book was pretty average. Mm. Anyway, look, it was from the library. It was an audio, audio book from the library. It was. It didn't cost me any money, that's something at least. <laughs> I got through it. Um, yes, and then because the new Jacqueline Moriarty book came out and because the third book in the Morrigan Crow series, Hollow Pox, yeah. has just come out as well, I decided to re-listen to the first two Morrigan Crow books, Nevermore books, from Jessica Townsend. Yeah. Uh, which I've just finished. I just finished listening to book two yesterday and I've started book three now. And um, I got my Stolen Prince of the Cloudburst by Jacqueline Moriarty as a physical copy because I just think they're the most stunning hardcover books ever. Yeah. And so I've been reading that. So, look, I have had a couple of, like, you know, newish books and there's a couple other ones that I haven't mentioned as well, but I have done a lot of rereading of just old favourites that I don't know if for some reason or another have popped into my head and I've thought was nice, safe, easy reading. You know, yeah. the best thing about it is if I fall asleep in the audio book, I kind of know what's going on. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't done any rereading but I've done a bunch of re-watching I guess um, at times because I've been working at home I can kind of have shows on in the background mm. and um, if I if I need something to you know distract me more than being at home does sometimes <laughs> um, so I've I rewatched all of Merlin the BBC oh, Merlin yeah. because I loved it the first time around and um, I actually watched it with a friend of mine in, in the US this time around because Netflix have got this Netflix party thing. Yeah, there. have you seen that? So I you haven't ever used it, but I've yeah, seen you it. can watch at the same time and chat while you're doing it. So that was a lot of fun because we could, you know, be Keep excited connected. about different bits. Yeah. Um, so we watched all of that, and then I've been watching um, a lot of Shit's Creek, even though I haven't made it all the way through. So this is not a rewatch. This is like my first time watching through Shit's Creek because it's so funny, mm-hmm. um, and I think that's a really good show to. Um, just if you're feeling at all stressed you just watch that and like it just makes me laugh every time so that's <laughs> always good um obviously i've been watching re-watching supernatural because it's been so long since we saw the first mm-hmm. part of season 15 so i've watched loads of that so yeah i don't know i've done a lot of more more watching than i have um reading actual books yeah but, um recently but i did um m- the books that i have started reading have mostly been um, books that my nine-year-old has been reading and then told me I have, to, have read. to read it. So I've read. Still haven't done Rick Riordan though, have no, you? No. Well, I we went away a couple of weeks ago to Fraser Island, which was lovely. Yeah. And you know, usually when you go away, you think, oh, you have loads of time to just sit around and read on the beach or whatever. Absolutely no time to read at all. We oh. were out every day. Um, when see, we were we at home, to... the kids wanted to play board games. It was like, oh, come see, on. when we went to Noosa, I quite liked it. We said it was a great place, and like literally, we could go from the beach to the pool. Like the pool for the oh. hotel was right at the main beach. Oh my god! That so in the face. and look. Mark abandoned me with the kids because he was surfing, which was fine. That was part of the reason we went. Yeah. But um, the kids would go on the beach. Yes, I couldn't read there. But as soon as we went to the pool, I would just have my phone and I would just be reading. Yeah. On a nice, calm. I was toasty. I was happy. 
they're safe enough in the pool that I only have to keep a half eye on yeah, them. Yeah. It was great. So I yeah, I did a reread of Akatar and I blame Jean for that. And I was like, actually I could do with a bit of romance right now at the beach. <laughs> and so I reread that. Thanks, Jean. <laughs> um, I should reread something. I rewatched Dawson's Creek. That's why I started looking up these. Why am I rewatching this? I never oh, okay. saw the final season of Dawson's Creek yep. when it was on TV. But I was an avid Dawson's Creek fan when it first came out back in like 98, 99, whenever that was. And. Um, I didn't watch all of it again. I think I started from season three or season four. And that was what got me. I was like, oh, why have I chosen to rewatch this now? It was better than I expected it to be. I expected to find it quite cringeworthy. Yeah. But I didn't. I found it quite good. Oh, good. Okay. Because it's quite old now, really. Isn't it is. It? It's, it's over like, 20 years yeah. old. It's over 20 years old. It aged well. Um, it aged better than I expected it to age. I have very low expectations, but I was curious to actually see what happened at the end yeah, okay. with the characters because I had no idea. I never um, really watched it in the day. Oh, yeah. I can remember watching it. And um, I used to live with a friend of, that's both of our friends now. We used to live together and we would have it on the TV. And Yes, I can remember a lot of commentary while that was on. Um <laughs> Yes, I did. I did that. I don't know something about just easy teenage romance yeah. TV. It made me realize how different the world is because what were big contentious issues at the time, like being gay in high school, are now I think just so trivial. Like I think because yes. I was like, what is a big deal? But what I didn't realize is when when one of the characters comes out as gay and kisses another boy on the TV show at the time that was the first gay t- kiss that ever aired in yeah, primetime okay. TV yeah. so it's amazing it that it is only then. 20 years but in that 20 years I think our perceptions and so I'll be interested to see what the world is like in another 20 years because you know we have new contentious issues that yeah. you know you think people are fighting for and yeah. you know I kind of take heart thinking well you know in 20 years I'm already gone from thinking oh this is scandalous to who cares Yes, move on so, you know, I think everyone's minds do get a little bit broader. Maybe, like sometimes, like it seems in some places things go the other way. Like they get Oh, look, there's a lot of <laughs> conservatism that gets really... But there is there is still a lot more um, extreme violence and kind of explicit everything on t- in TV shows now. Is there? Is there? Well, I would never, like, I, Shane's been watching The Boys and I... I don't know this. Maybe this is my problem. Maybe I don't it, automatically like, don't go for the really violent. Yeah, well, Game of Thrones is a good example. That was the it most was a lot more. Yeah, and I I love the concept of the boys. I think it's. Oh. Do you know anything about no, it? No. Okay, heard so of it. the boys is is um it's a superhero show, but the superheroes are the bad guys. Okay. Because they um, put on this front for the public that, yeah, we're, we're your salvation, we're the best, you know, whatever. So is this kind we're of like Dexter you. where you kind of awkwardly have to like the no, main no, character? No, 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 you don't have to like this main character. I've never watched characters. Dexter either, so I don't know. No, I haven't either. But anyway, um, and there's – so everyone in the public thinks that these people are, are amazing. They're, you know, to be mm-hmm. worshipped or whatever. But there's um, a bunch of these people who are working behind the scenes who are trying to undermine them because they've had 
different things have been done to them by these superheroes. Like the the main one of the main characters, his one of the superheroes kills his girlfriend um, accidentally. And then he's just like, yeah, whatever, sorry, man. You know. So it's a bit like and the so Incredibles. You know how in the Incredibles, the superheroes aren't liked at the beginning because of the damage and destruction. Well, so I but mean, I mean that's a very they, G-rated Pixar yeah. as well. But is this more of so more this, extreme version well, of this that is sort of like premise? extreme in the extreme, like this extreme violence in every episode, and also really um, oh. full-on concepts. Like, don't go into this thinking that it's just going to be violence because also there's you know rape and like um so, other issues that come up that are like um sort of the, so, sh- the so your other half is clearly not concerned whatsoever about re-watching well a lot of people really love um the boys and it's it's in the second series is out now what's um, it on i think it's oh, on netflix amazon prime oh okay 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 we don't have prime that's probably why but yeah, it's there's a lot of um, mm. triggery kind of things in there that, like, just be careful if you if you're gonna look into it. But I mm. the thing with it is it's quite funny. Like it's there's a lot of it in there oh, that supernatural has actually, stars joining a season three. Yes, yes. Jensen so you'll Apples be all be over. It. You'll be all over three. it by that point. Well, no, that's the thing. Like I can't watch it. It's too violent for me. I have to watch it like. You know, when he's watching it, I'll yeah. I'll pop in now and then and see what's going on. Like oh. it's just too it's too overwhelming. I still can't, I can't get over it. that your supernatural boy was in the end of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, and he's in the final yes, season Jensen's of Dawson's Creek, and I was like, there were quite a few actors that actually ended up on their own TV shows that were yeah, in those. Oh, there you go. They like, got their oh, start. Go. Those little kids. That's right. But anyway, yeah, it'll be. Um, it's it's getting bigger. I don't think. It's sort of unapologetically giving the finger to a lot of, um, you know, mm. issues in society at the moment. Okay, and, and okay. So it's, sat- it's almost satire, but also, like, really taking a look at some things that are problematic in, you know. I'm places. interested. So it's, it's great, like, it's really awesome production kind of quality, I guess. It's just incredibly it's graphic. Just, yeah. But is that because it's on... See, I guess I feel like if there's graphicness in a show, it is because there is now so much streaming content that you kind of can get a... Do you know what I mean? It's not on prime time television yeah, that that's has to right. fit with the network. So yeah. they can be a little bit you, more... As long as you tag it and, um, you know, make it the right rating. Oh, absolutely. You can have it, then you can have it on anything. And, you know, they've all got their kids' channels where you can block out anything above PG or whatever and things yeah. like that. So... I don't know if that is why there's a rise in violence. I don't know. I remember when I, like in the early 2000s, I never watched it, but there was apparently a, a TV show, I think it was called Oz, and it was set in prison, and apparently it yeah. was absolutely gruesome. So I don't, and people were like, it is just full on okay. gruesome, but yeah. brilliant TV show. But see, I never watched it to be able to compare and say if that was considered the most scandalous back then. Is it just as bad as today or has it ramped up? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But, yeah, anyway, uh, I don't have a problem with there being more violence or whatever, as long as it's well tagged and, um, yeah. you know, not accessible to, like, as long as I know what's in it, I can avoid it if I need to. Yeah. And the same goes for, like, you know, protecting vulnerable mm. people. But um, It's funny, yeah. though, because I feel like, I don't know, I... They're remaking The Witches, Roald Dahl's The Witches at the moment. Oh, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Um, I remember that being the most terrifying book ever. 
I, I still like I started reading it to Caitlin about a year two years ago and I was like actually I remember this being absolutely terrifying <laughs> I don't know if this is a good idea before bedtime and then I held off on it and we haven't she hasn't read it mm-hmm. and I'm like are we actually any better with violence or if something is truly terrifying something is truly terrifying yes yeah, do you need the violent, the extra violence? I don't know. The difference value, with a TV yeah. show is then, like, at least with a book, I'm not concerned too much about kids reading books that are technically older for them because if they don't understand it, they just don't get it. They've yeah. got no visualisation of it. But when you have a TV show, yeah, the graphic is right what there. You've seen, That's yeah. right. And at least as adults, I guess, we get to make those choices. Yeah. Hopefully we're mature yeah, enough. Yeah, that's like that... Um, that Dark Materials TV show, which you haven't watched yet. Um, it was like I was excited to see it because I thought that it might be good for the kids because mm. I, I think I read those books when I was – I must have been I read teenager. them as an adult. I, I don't think they were out when we were little. But um, and but the, the TV show itself is quite dark. Like it's mm. not graphic by any means, but it's scary. They've like, given HBO like the, grittiness. Well, there's nothing – I don't think there are any the actual, grisly stuff in it at but all. But the actual but premise, it's quite full on. Yeah, like it's people souls stealing children. And souls and, being on the you know, outside. And people do die in it. Because, cutting your soul off from yeah, you exactly, and things like that. Which like is that's quite a, a terrifying concept, really. I, I don't think that's just because I'm an adult. I think that if the kids saw mm. it, they'd be like a bit frightened. That's by. right. So, um, yeah, I don't know if that's going to be maybe in a, in a few years when they're a bit, you know, able to deal with scary stuff but, yeah um, but then yeah. at what age anyway. i don't know that's hard yeah i don't know mm. so anyway what was i talking about so i <laughs> i read i read ice walls by amy kaufman um i'm not quite finished that's one of the books i've started and not finished mm-hmm. but i'm really enjoying it when i am reading it it's yeah, um good. because it's you know two kids who are in um kind of some kind of fantasy city and um, there's the the ice there's the ice wolves who are like shape shifting uh-huh. kind of werewolves and then there's the drag the scorch dragons which mm-hmm. are shapeshifters into dragons and this kid whose twin sister has turned into a dragon and disappeared with the dragons and he's going to be a wolf and you know it's it's almost like one of those I, I don't want to say Harry Potter, but it's that kind of thing where he's gone to a school and he's yes. got to start fitting in with these other kids. It's not at the point that Arcanite or, or um, Nevermore is. It's not quite like that yeah. more Harry Potter-ish, I Yeah, felt. I guess so. That is an actual school, but I am enjoying it so far. So I'm looking forward to seeing how, like, mm-hmm. when my nine-year-old read it and um, he went through all three books in the series oh, in like a week or something because cool. he just he borrowed the other two from the library on his Kobo and just burned right Demolished through them it. and he said this is this series is awesome I need the next book right now I'm like oh that that's exist. so good and the other thing the other one I've I've been sort of listening to as I've been walking because I've because I've been sitting in front of the computer all day every day I'm just like okay I need to start getting out of the house so I've been doing a lot of laps of my neighborhood mm-hmm. um while listening to um, The Eyes of Tambura by Maria Vijnada, which is her other series her that alternate, she's... Her alternate, her fantasy series. So she's got two. Got science You've got the science fiction yeah. and I was the fantasy one. And I'm pretty sure there's two books out in this series and the third one is coming sometime. She must just be tag-teaming um, one 
one, like know. one each a year or something like that. I don't, I don't know, know, but um, I do, I do love her writing style. Like I, I do I, quite like it too. It's um, it, it's sort of it clicks with me. I don't know why I enjoy it. But having said that, the Eyes of Tembera is quite a slow listen on the audio book because it's um, it's this girl who it's really hard to explain because it's a, a very complicated world. But basically, there's this world where the surface is really is too hot to live on yeah and if you go out in the sun you're going to die because yeah. you'll you'll get um, burned to death basically in the sun so everyone lives yeah. underground and she's like an outcast in this society and then she's she's caught by one faction and then she's caught by the other faction she's got to do a job uh, for this all one and then tunnels or something yeah there's, there's like a great a big city system. there's a city that's underground and the bottom level is like where the water is and you know it's really it's a amazing world the building. idea of living underneath the ground all the time just <laughs> devastates me man um yeah that's worse than COVID 19. yeah but if the surface is just desert and if you go out there you're going to die and but you've never known anything different sunlight. we require sun <laughs> we we're do. not trees but we are similar in some ways well we it, it does deal with that lives. a little bit in the book the so, health. um i it, yeah i had to the audio was mm-hmm. really slow, and so I've been listening to it on like 1.3 speed kind of thing. But oh, even I can't speed them even up. Even that I find makes it too, it too slow to kind of get through it. So I actually is it have. The, is, it the, a copy is it the person that's reading? Well, it? it's an Australian um, narrator. Like a, oh, okay. A one, it's um, the publisher like has the, done it. The narrator can be really a big. Yeah, hit no, I, this. I don't mind the the narrator. She's okay. pretty good, um, but it's yeah, she reads quite slowly. So I had to speed it up a little bit and um, I've got a hard copy of this book that I bought when it came out because I thought it looked great so I'm thinking I may actually just switch to the hard copy at some point and just read the rest of it because I'm over halfway through but I feel this way about the Witcher books like the short stories were great Mm -hmm. on audiobook but I just I don't know if it's just they were written after because I feel like the first book was a bit heavy and dated and I don't know if audiobook was the best format for it I don't know I really should look up about What's happening with that Witcher TV series? <laughs> I'm ready for some more Henry Cavill in my life. Yes, indeed. Have you? Did you watch the Sherlock Holmes one, Enola Holmes? I loved what? it. Oh, I haven't Caitlin watched it yet. And but I, I should. Speaking Caitlin of new TV that we, <laughs> but that I haven't read the books. I feel like I'd like to get the first. Is there a book they're based version? on they're based on books. Oh, I didn't know that. It's based on a book series. Mm. So let's have a look. The Witcher. No official date for season two yet. I'm not sure where they were filming it, so who knows? Europe's back in the planned release for 21. Again, so. We don't yet have a target launch date for season two past 21. Um, I don't think there was. I think there were any other books that I wanted to mention. I did start reading this, then that new Sarah J. Maas one that we were talking about. Yes, in I our last episode it. long ago. I wonder when the second the book is coming City. out. I quite yeah. liked it. It started off a bit meh, but then it grew on me. Oh, okay. Well, I got part of the way in and then I kind of haven't touched it again, which is sad. You've got to get through the beginning part because the beginning part is... The beginning part, I don't know. Obviously, I like people dealing with their trauma better or something like that. <laughs> because the beginning part, there's no trauma. She just seems really shallow. But once I got through that... Yeah. I quite liked it. But I don't know. I then think about it and I'm like, really? Sarah J. Maas, all her main female characters are trauma-filled. Yeah. So, I mean, 
Yeah. That must be why they're we all, like them. Maybe, maybe. It's them <laughs> becoming strong through their trauma. Is that what we like? I don't know. Farage is definitely traumatised. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll get back to it eventually. But. I can't actually remember the character's name in that Crescent City. Maybe I should do a reread of that already. Can I reread the same oh, book twice in one year? Name. No, I can't remember. Having said all that... Um, We'd love to hear about your experiences during this sort of year. And have you gone back to rereading some old favourites just to be, you know, comforted mm-hmm. by familiar situation? Or are you still getting on top of those new releases and um, enjoying them? Um, yeah, let us know. We'd love to hear. Um, this was a completely shambolic ramble of an episode. Yeah, I know. Well, we haven't done it for a while, so we need to get back in the structure. I don't feel like we really had our point that well across. <laughs> Congratulations if you made it through the end. <laughs> um, I think that people like listening to us just chatting about stuff, so that's okay. okay. I think we'll be all right. Um, who knows when we'll, the next time will be or what we'll talk about, but we'll get That's right. We'll the good news is we're very lucky and we're um, not really that restricted at the That's moment. Right. So We've had a few scares. Providing um, we don't have any um, second waves, hopefully. Yep. Those of us here in Oz are back to almost normal. Yep. Fingers crossed. But if you want to tell us about how you're going, you can get in touch with us either on social media um i'm at oaken bookcase on instagram no and instagram i've got too many different accounts now <laughs> i was like oaken bookcase on twitter but on on instagram i'm annie.treetops and you are tea tree tops on instagram of which or i you post can, very little sorry <laughs> or you can email us um contact at tea in the treetops.com you can also find a list of all the books and other things we've talked about in this episode, as well as all of our book reviews. Of which the there aren't any. Did you see my facial expression? <laughs> at the Tea in the Treetops blog, teainthetreetops.com. Thanks for listening. Yep, and we'll talk to you again soon, hopefully. Bye. <laughs> Bye.